Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin Shalom Bayashir number eight. The Gmail address for any questions, feedback is um, Shalom Bayas, S H O L O M B A Y I S, 777 at gmail.com. If a married couple doesn't have any children yet or hasn't had children for a long time, still hoping to have children, this can cause great tension between the couple. And this is especially true when doctors say that one of them is responsible for the problem. But as we have a Muna in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not in doctors, we believe Hashem, and we believe in Him, and we need to realize that it is Hashem who decides, and only Hashem is who you can truly turn to. It's beyond the scope of the Shiurim here to explore the subject in depth or to explain why Hashem gives many couples such tests, um, either to never have children or to suffer so many years being childless. We don't know. We have no right to judge, and we certainly don't know. But one thing is clear, is that for many of us, who are our Zaychata children, and who have children, Baruch Hashem, we need to realize we are no better in any way, shape, or form, not physically, not spiritually, any better than couples who have not yet given been given this gift of having children. There is no reason for anyone um, to give themselves credit for being Zaychata to have children, and there is no reason for anyone to feel blame and guilt for not having children. It's Hashem's gift for people um, that have children, that He gave it to them, and it's not your own doing. And there's no reason for a childless couple to feel guilty for not having children. It's an uncomfortable feeling when everyone around you has children they're walking around with baby carriages on the street, and you are not. You have to go to um, events, simchas, and everyone else carrying a child, talking about their kids. And this childless couple um, is sort of, they feel a little isolated, or a lot isolated by that. But a couple without children is just as beloved by Hashem, and very often even more than a couple with children. So to feel guilty um, while you're being beloved by Hashem, there's no reason to feel guilty. In Adaraba, it's an indication that Hashem desires your tefillahs because they're coming from a very, very deep place. We have this with the Imais. It says that Hashem desired their prayers. And Hashem desires your prayers. I know it's painful. Like, why do I need this for? I'd rather have children and not have to deal with this. But ultimately, it's coming from a deep place. And it creates such a deep connection to Hashem, more deep than for many who did not have this test or don't have this test. And it's important never to be discouraged, never to give up hope, to see the positives in your current situation, there are many gifts that you have on a daily basis 
don't have to obsess over the problem, and you could lead very healthy and productive and happy lives and have wonderful marriages as you're going through um, life and as you're going through this test. And um, certainly not to feel guilty, certainly not to blame one another, and the bond between, of a marriage between such a couple can become very deep and very special by the very fact that they have this trial. This trial is not a reason that they should draw, that they should become, um, become more apart from each other. It's a reason why they should connect and become stronger and bond with each other more. And you can have the most beautiful marriage and the most deepest marriage and, and it, the, your marriage could be your greatest gift. And your spouse is your first child. Your spouse is your first child. And it's important not to allow the pain of childlessness to overshadow your lives. And, um, and aside, of course, for normal hishtadlis, that they are out there to do whatever needs to be done, you trust Hashem, pray to Hashem, appreciate each other, give to each other, live happily, as happy as you possibly can, despite the, that pain that is in your heart. And, um, and like, we, like I said before, having children is not an accomplishment for people who, I mean, it's, it's, you know, people feel proud and they, you know, mothers and fathers and going to graduations and marrying off people in the chuppah, but it has nothing to do with them. It's a total pure chesed. We are no better. Us that have children are no better than couples who are childless. We are most likely less sensitive, less intense in our tefillahs to Hashem than those couples who pray so hard to Hashem. And it is very inappropriate, extremely inappropriate, to look down at childless couples. And it's very important to give them special honor, special respect, special support. And um, it's extremely important to realize that and recognize that. And to bring out this point a little more, I just want to explain something very important. And um, this is hopefully for those out there that are suffering from childlessness. Hashem should be give you all children and in good health and everything should go well. And But even on that assumption, or it's later in years where it seems like it's not Shaykh, um, I want to say as follows. This is something that is extremely important. And I'm just giving you a muscle here, and just bear with me. You had the World War II, the Holocaust, that wiped out civilization, that wiped out the whole Jewish civilization in Europe. Now, in Poland in the 1930s, um, I'm not going to go through a whole history lesson, but there was a, on one hand, there was a major spiritual decline, and uh, we're not going to go into that. But on the other hand, in many of those shtetlach, in many of those towns in Poland, there was a, a, indeed a resurgence. There was a starting a network of Beis Yaakov schools. There was a starting of a network of gemachs and different chasadim, and certain parts of that was getting stronger and stronger. And of course, when the Nazis came, everything was wiped out. But you need to know that those people who tried to build and did build 
those Beis Yaakovs in the 1930s, or build those Hevra Kaddishas, or those Chesed groups, uh, to help people have food for Shabbos that they had all through Poland then. That is Nitzchias. The, the, the Nazis wiped it away, but that Yesoid, that those chasadim and those institutions, even though we don't see it in front of our physical eyes, are no less valuable than the yeshivas that were built after the war and are still here, Baruch Hashem, today. And we have to realize also in the same vein, when a person thousands of years ago, 1,500 years ago, let's say, a yid was Meisenefesh and bought tefillin and put on tefillin, that Hanochas Tfilin of that person from 1500 years ago is still with us today. It's Nitzchias. It's eternal. It's forever and ever and ever. And the fact that it happened 15 years, 1500 years ago doesn't make it any less precious than something we are doing today. And the same applies with people that passed away or people that were childless and their mishpachas um, did not continue, it makes no difference in the scheme of things, in the ruchnius, the way the Hashem looks at things. It is nitzrius. It is forever. It is really wrong for, a, for, for people who are in a big mishpacha and they know of a particular couple that doesn't have children and think that they're less in any way, shape, or form than someone who Baruch Hashem was zaycha to have big mishpachas. In our eyes, it may look like there is a difference. In Hashem's eyes, there is no difference. Every yid is valuable. Every neshama is valuable. We don't understand Hashem's ways. But to, um, in any way, shape, or form, to think that someone, just because they were not zayichet to have children or are struggling, that they're any less of people and any less uh, worthy of consideration then people who do have children, that's a terrible mistake and a misconception. And it's a very important thing to understand. I picked this because I do see, it's unfortunately a very painful subject. It's a mitzvah to daven for people to have children. And if people had different, difficult pregnancies or miscarriages, that they should be zaycha to uh, be able to uh, carry to term and have healthy children. And may Hashem help all of Kalah Yisrael with that. We need people to stick together. We need people to look and support each other. And for all those people with that are childless, I bench you all. You should have the wonderful, the most best Shalom bias. And remember, and this is true even when you have children, your wife or your husband is indeed, in a certain sense, your first child. In a way that you nurture and grow and develop. Have a wonderful day.